Hello and welcome to Affliction Share Coded, a podcast where we share code some of the world's so-called afflictions and rate their plausibility on a scale of one to five. I'm Minnie Kim and today we will be share coding Mother Nature. Recently I watched A River Runs Through It. It's an amazing movie. I watched it for the second time. It's basically about the lives of two sons of a minister in Montana. One becomes a professor and one gets like a way attracted to gambling. The key point in the movie is fly fishing, which I honestly didn't know at first. I didn't know what they were doing, but then I searched it up. It's basically a form of fishing. Apparently it's harder than most forms of fishing. Never fished before, so I don't know what that's like. Um, in the movie, it basically ends with a series of quotes that I just truly think is pretty beautiful, if I don't say so myself. And the quote goes, Eventually all things merge into one, and a river runs through it. The river was cut by the world's great flood and runs over rocks from the basement of time. On some of the rocks are timeless raindrops. Under the rocks are the words, and some of the words are theirs. I'm haunted by waters. So here I'm going to talk about Mother Nature. And it really is amazing, Mother Nature. It can heal those in need, kill those who have not atoned for their sins, although one could argue that it is completely arbitrary. People die for random reasons, even the purest and innocent ones. But let's not focus on that for the purpose of this podcast. And I think that maybe the meaning of Mother Nature is way too ambiguous for me to draw a line between black and white. Last week, it rained so much. The hallways were literally jam-packed with broken umbrellas. And I don't mean those cheap umbrellas. I mean, like, seriously expensive umbrellas that are just broken. I don't know how to explain it. It was literally just filled with broken umbrellas. And I think that is what triggered me to think that Mother Nature is acting today. She's doing some work today. It's a weird correlation that I made, but I know people were thinking it. I know that whenever there's a thunderstorm, whenever there's a flood, they're always making that subconscious correlation to Mother Nature. I don't know if it's just me, but I I always do it because I can't think of anything else. I know that sudden rain or an unexpected event is way too much for the human brain to comprehend behind the face of science. We need something more. Something supernatural that paves the way for the scientific conclusion. And that is a deity or a godly figure that looks over us. To me, that was Mother Nature. In light of all of the quotes and me basing this podcast off of a movie and a quote or a series of quotes, I want to actually address some other quotes that I find very, very meaningful and connected to Mother Nature. And by the way, before you say that quotes are cringe, like, I know they are, but they're still amazing. So we're we're, we're just going to look at them. First one is by Alex Trebek. If you can't be in awe of Mother Nature, there is something wrong with you. Now, 
this might be a little derogatory for the people who are not in awe of mother nature but like come on if you're not in awe of the fact that the sun shines every single day that night comes except for some days i guess the night comes every single day puts you to sleep and gently caresses it with your sunlight the day you wake up the next morning i personally think that that's simply amazing other people may not think that but yeah if you can't be in awe of mother nature there is indeed something wrong with you and the next one is by one of my favorite authors john green from also one of my favorite podcasts and slash books uh the anthropocene review it is our so the quote is that it is our attentiveness that is in short supply our ability and willingness to do the work that all requires Personally, this is definitely a quote that is very reflective of humanity, human nature, human endeavor, because it is indeed our attentiveness that is in short supply. Our attentiveness, sorry, I just can't not pronounce that word today, that we cannot apply to Mother Nature, to the fact that it is her light that is shining upon us, By the way, when I'm saying her, I sound really, really religious, but, like, I'm not. Um, It is our attentiveness that is in short supply. We do not just admire the sunlight. We say the weather is beautiful. The weather is amazing today. We do maybe you subconsciously connect it to Mother Nature. But most people do not have time in their busy lives to take a look off of their screen, their cell phone, their laptop, whatever, to look out the window and say, Mother Nature did good tonight. I feel amazing because of this weather and because of this aura of happiness and this direct correlation between happiness and sunshine. I think that is also a very good connotation that we have to make. Ultimately, it is all that happens to all of us i don't know how to describe it other than the word happen because it is happening every single time every single time you look out it is happening we just got to pay attention that's the only problem with humanity right now we do not pay enough attention to the world around us we're too busy scrolling through our phone probably in in a shorts right now probably in a useless podcast that is made by a teenager just to spend your time doing something that doesn't really matter. Although I I am very, very thankful for you listening to this. But still, take a look outside. I guarantee that it's going to be a good weather. If it's not, I feel sorry. The next day, maybe it's not as good as any other day. But I guarantee that one day when you keep doing this, you will look up Your attentiveness will just boost in supply and all will take over you. You will be disseminating your entire body with awe. That's a weird way to put it, but still, you, you know what I mean. Ultimately, that is how it works. We just need to pay more attention. Maybe Mother Nature made it that way so that we pay more attention. In the end... I guess no one knows what Mother Nature intended to do, 
I actually want to talk more about the quote. So it's by Norma McLean, and it's not just from the movie. Norma McLean existed in real life, and I want to comprehend it one by one, one sentence by sentence, because it's it just feels that way. So first sentence, eventually all things merge into one and a river runs through it. I cannot possibly, it's inconceivable to think that I can just simply comprehend this in a way that everyone can agree upon. So I'm just going to interpret it my way. Eventually all things merge into one and a river runs through it. I think this is pretty self-explanatory. Eventually thoughts, everything, even if it's mountain ranges, I think the holistic sense of the world eventually merges into one. And it is true that there will always be a river that runs through it. There will be multiple rivers that run through it. The river was cut by the world's great flood and runs over rocks from the basement of time. When we see rocks, I think I think rocks are one of the most symbolic elements of Earth as a whole because it basically, it literally identifies, it signifies the basement of time, quote-unquote. And on some of the rocks are timeless raindrops. It is true that there are timeless raindrops on some of the rocks, metaphorically. And under the rocks are the worlds, and some of the world's words are theirs. I think that maybe when we think of about rocks and about how there are words beneath the rocks and the words engraved into the rocks about time, about the memories that occurred, maybe even through the rivers of Montana to where I am right now, to where you are right now. And it is true that some of the words are theirs. Some of the words are ours because we made those memories, we engraved it into those rocks. And the last sentence here, it takes a little context to understand. I don't want to spoil anything, but something very, very tragic happens at the end of this movie. I think it's one of those events and non-climax yet climaxy moments of the movie. movie. I am haunted by waters. You'll understand if you watch. I, I highly recommend that you watch it. It's on Netflix, so yeah. Take a look at that. But you can also admire something and be haunted by it. I admire a lot of things. I am still haunted by those things because of the memories. You do not have to simply draw a line between black and white. I think that's the beautiful thing about Mother Nature. You do not have to draw the line between good or bad. You do not have to draw the line between whether you like something or not. It is, in the end a merger of one. And I think that even though a river runs through it, we still have those rocks that are engraved with our words. That to me is enough. So why the sugar coating? I honestly don't know why. I think that mother nature in the end pays her dues. For every lightning bolt, there's a glimpse of the sun, that glorious beam that dries my clothes and somehow devises a smile in the worst of us. I like Mother Nature not because I cannot control it, but simply because she isn't evil.
Then there's the question of control. Human loves humans love to control things more than they love themselves. This is a meaningful endeavor that humans chase to control everything within their limit. Unfortunately, Mother Nature exceeds that bound. God exceeds that bound. This whole phenomenon of what is happening around us exceeds that bound. In that sense, humans don't really get to control a whole lot of anything. We just chase whatever's there in front of us, like dogs trying to get hold of their toy. I personally think that this is just wonderful. Mother Nature makes its way into the world. I am aware of my limit. I am aware of the fact that I cannot control the nature that surrounds me. Mother Nature makes me feel weak. And in the words of Norma McLean, I am haunted by waters. Perhaps it is foolish of me to expect my world to split into a perfect half that is crowded with fresh water and fish. I know it is, yet I still want to go fly fishing. I still want it to happen because I love control. I love the fact that there is a meaning behind everything, that science cannot explain everything, that there is a deity behind everything, and that somehow, somewhere, and in this impossible realm of reality, something exists that I can take control of. And it's not going to be bound by science. It's just going to be bound by that omnibenevolent belief that everything is going to be good. I would like I would love that to happen. I'm inclined to believe that my world will merge into one one day. That is a miraculous revelation that will knock me off my feet and I will forever be able to see what kept me beneath my shell. Until then, I have no choice but to continue respecting Mother Nature, because in the end, what can I really do against her? What else can I do? I give the sure coating of Mother Nature a four. This podcast was written and produced by me, Minnie Kim. If you have any comments or reviews, please feel free to write any and all thoughts on your podcast reviews. You can go check out my YouTube channel as well. Guess what it's called? Affliction Sure-Coated. If you'd like to suggest an affliction for me to sure-coat, please email me via afflictionsurecoated at gmail.com. One last question to end the day. What is your experience with Mother Nature? Have a good day.